Hey there, this is Emma from Unique Phoenix, soul coach, working with clients over six months, one-on-one, -on -one, deep diving to unfuck yourself from past trauma, toxic relationships, and people-pleasing, and intentionally creating trusting relationships, embrace emotional freedom, and say fuck yes to life. Being in this space of personal development, self-awareness, self-trust, self-love for 20 years plus, there is a huge wealth of experience, not only in my personal life, but also in my working life as well that I bring to each and every session. It's a space where each person can show up exactly where they are in that moment of their day and we get to the layers we get through the layers because that's one of my favorite parts about working with each client is that i see your greatness i see who you are beyond all the layers and i get you i get to guide you to that which is fucking amazing when you discover it for yourself the Connected Conversations is a podcast where I get to extend that love of people, that seeing the greatness and sharing their stories, sharing their passion and sharing the work they do. Each conversation is so diverse from the background to how they serve to who they are and they absolutely come open and authentic as we connect in this conversation. I can't wait to share this one with you today and I'm going to let them introduce themselves because who the fuck is better than to do that than you. You know the work you do. They know the work they do. So <laughs> let's hear from them now and we'll be on the other side with the full interview. I'll see you there. Hello, this is Liz from Handy Herbals. I have created custom herbal workshop for beginners. We use common herbs that are accessible for people to either grow themselves or to buy should they wish to explore any herbs further. We use good quality ingredients to enhance the versatile use of our handy friends. And the workshops are designed to encourage the desire to treasure often overlooked herbs and how to utilize them for personal and or craft use. You can explore the different categories of workshops through my website at www.handyherbals.com.au and through there you can email me directly. Thanks. Welcome to Connected Conversations. This is to bring healing, love and connection to our everyday lives through open and authentic conversations. I'm sharing time with Liz Thompson today who is passionate about sharing her knowledge of herbs and how to use them for healing. And she does this with creating amazing workshops for people to come along live and learn for themselves how magic herbs are and how we can use them in our everyday lives thank you so much for sharing your beautiful time and energy with us and me today liz welcome to connected conversations thank you you're so welcome i want to understand how, how did you get to that you know because I, I found my way to herbs like just through my own healing process and as in my body healing and i uh, went to some workshops and did all that stuff and 
Um, yeah, and it's just, you know, I was saying before we got into it, I've got like this cupboard of bottles of herbs and yeah. I'll weekly go and make up a little tea for myself. Like, what do I need this week? What, what am I feeling? Yeah. And I just yeah. put all the herbs in and shake it up my little jar and yeah. goes in my little herbal thing and that's what I drink. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still yeah, learning so to grow them though. Sorry? I'm still learning to grow them though because I'm like not – I haven't been a green thumb and I'm, I am keeping plants alive now. So I'm pretty proud of that. And I've that's moved good. on to herbs because that's oh, my awesome. Next. What <laughs> herbs have you got? Oh, just some basics. I think I've got some uh, lemon thistle and I've got, I want to grow mugwort. Yeah, yeah but I killed it, so that wasn't good. Um, but just used to you know, like rosemary, basil, parsley. Yeah. Um, I think there's some lemon thyme in there. Yeah. yeah. No, oregano because I can't grow basil. Jesus, that is eluding me. I basil actually started growing basil too, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Uh, it's a hard one. I don't, if anyone's, you know, whoever's listening, if you've got some tips, like send them along because I'm willing to listen, you know. I know, right? Yeah, like I know that's you know it's got to do with pruning it to make it more bushy, you know, oh. as it grows. But you know, if you're growing it at the wrong time of year or trying to do, I'm still not um, very fluent with like greenhouse growing. Ah, <laughs> uh, so how did you get into this? Like, let's. I want to hear about your journey because what were you doing before this like what was happening oh, i worked in hospitality for 10 years um you know and then i got pregnant and it's pretty much since i've been having kids i've got a three-year-old and a one-year-old um and i've always enjoyed just making products whether it's herbal products or like incense or candles or anything oh. like that um so herbs i got more into uh when i had kids because i realized i wanted them to have more um like alternative um solutions to healthcare for mm. them you know and when you're a new parent you're like oh god what's this what's this so yeah just becoming more confident with knowing how to use herbs for them and also for like educational purposes for them because i think it's valuable knowledge for them to you know essential knowledge really for them to learn about herbs um and you know knowing how to identify plants and what plants are good what plants you should stay away from or mushrooms um or depending uh, on you what you want to do go towards them you know that's what power of choice. Uh, well depending on what you want to do with the mushrooms that's the power of choice you know some people yeah, exactly. might go towards well, them, them. <laughs> children <laughs> educate what they do <laughs> children let's stay away from those ones <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> don't need to well, go on that journey I just want, yet. But they're for me to pick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. My kids are, I mean, not that I, I actually haven't ever gone um, picking um, mushrooms, though. I have had them in my younger years. And it's so funny because my kids are like onto it. They've got teenagers, they're yeah. onto it. So yeah, I've right. gone, I've, we've been walking somewhere and I'm like, wow, look at those mushrooms. They're really interesting. And they're like, yeah, but they're not those ones, mum. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> the internet, like, seriously, has a lot. No, it's joking. Um, but it is funny. Oh, can I go back to you saying essential knowledge? Can we talk through what that means? Uh, just, you know, for the kids' purposes, you know, I wish I had have grown up learning about, um you know plants and herbs because we are all connected and they are you know a really um fundamental component of taking care of yourself and being healthy 
Um, so essential, I mean, like I think it should be taught in schools and whatnot for kids and just learning how to grow, connect with the earth. So if there's ever a time when you need to know it, I just feel like there's skills that are, it's better to have those tools and not need them than to need the tools and not have them mm. in that kind of sense. So when I say essential, like, you know, I'll get them to help grow things so they learn the growth cycle and like when to harvest it, like following moon cycles and things. So it'll like roll over onto other things in their life, you know, not just herbs. Um, mm. But, yeah, I just think it's food as well, you know, some plants. It's not just herbs, but, um, you know, even weeds that grow can be food. And if we're ever in a situation where, you know, we need to forage for our own food or you got to know where things grow or, um you know and just getting that um that want and need to want to grow your own things and to eat fresh and not rely mm. on supermarkets and whatnot and the fact that you can just do it totally organic as well and just grow what you need yeah yeah I just think that's essential to living I <laughs> know oh, I agree with you because we've really um We've moved away from it, haven't we? Like in terms of our reliability on other big companies for the products that we have is like that would be the majority of the population who are yeah. reliant. And yeah. I've grown up with a grandma that did grow things and that did do that stuff. And my mum had plants all the time. Not that she did herbs, but, you know, she did all that stuff. And I, I totally rejected it. Like, clearly yeah. I knew better and I, you know, no thanks. Yeah. But I'm coming back to that now and understanding yeah. more and more, you know, that I want, even though I'm a carnivore as by food wise, um, I still want to grow my own stuff just so that I can share it with people and, and do it, you know, like just to get my hands in the dirt. And I think that is agree because if you're in charge of your own health, mm. then it takes the control away from others, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, a really powerful thing for, for me anyway since I've yeah. gone back into to having herbs. And, to and that's the good. thing, like, you know, even if, like, they grew up a little bit older and they're like, eh, I don't really care, it's like, well, whatever, like, I'm not going to make you, like, be into it, but, you know, knowledge does get stored away up there somewhere. So if they ever wanted to come back to it, if they ever did lose interest, then, you know, they would have a basis to start from or, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I, yeah, I think um, a school and community can play a really huge role in that. I've done a previous podcast with a woman who's like her knowledge of our education system and actually how it could look is pretty phenomenal. I and think I listened to that podcast. Yeah. 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 I mean, and there's another one to come with that. That's yeah. like her book hasn't even come out. So, but again, like I agree with you. I think there are some things that fundamentally can change in our world and that is being more self-reliant yeah absolutely and like, because... you know, I'm a carnivore as well like I I'm not vegetarian I'm not vegan um but I you know still think plants are really important like I don't I don't go and kill animals or anything <laughs> um <laughs> but you know my family eats meat still and I I just hate buying meat from you know the supermarket like I think even that in itself like I am all about coming as dependent on myself as possible mm. 
and you know if I want something then I have to do it myself kind of thing um you know like example like go fishing <laughs> you know they're just life skills that I want them to know like you don't just go to a supermarket and there it is for you because the connection is just taken away from you the responsibility is taken away from you from having to do things yourself well I mean you're using really um words for me because words are really powerful and we often say our power is taken away from us but I'm really beginning to understand how much I've handed over so for me, a simple action is I have a relationship with my butcher. Like I walk yeah, in yeah. there and they're like, hey, Emma. And yeah. they'll bring out a tray of meat and be like, we've got this great cut today. Like yeah, just, yeah. They know me. And yeah. so I've got this relationship that, you know, I've kind of, you know, brought that power back into me. But, you know, that choice of where I go and grass fed. and But it's okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so then I feel like, yeah, for me, what I'm getting from you is it is about the relationship with the food. You know, it's not just about yeah. what it does for us, mm, but it's yeah. the relationship with the cycle of it, how to grow it, you know, like yeah. all the things, which I yeah. know fucking nothing about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm still very much learning as well. You know, I don't know everything and definitely don't do everything perfect 100% of the time. Um, but, you know, we're all on our own journey and we all do what we can you know who would want perfection Liz who would want perfection I don't know I don't want to know everything even in my own work as a soul coach there's always something new I'm uncovering and going oh that's yeah yeah. that was cool to learn you know things that I did in coaching five years ago I can look back and go wow like I've evolved in what I'm doing and and it's not what I learned back then it's yeah new stuff yeah Yeah. so okay why herbs though like what do because i know this right i I get it but not everyone does what do they do for us like what can they do well i just i mainly use them for medicinal purposes um you know and spiritual purposes but can we break those two down can we break down medicinal like what are we talking here well you know to say you've got like a really rattly nervous system, like all of a sudden something's triggered you and you're like, oh, I just need to calm down. And, you know, I've had a tincture sitting there with like lemon balm, chamomile, lavender and skullcap. And I'll put a few squirts in some water and drink that, take a few deep breaths. And I can literally feel like the shivering stop and come back down to earth. But, you know, if you're living a stressful life, you know and you take herbs that's that's all right like you know it might work for you but then the next day you go and do whatever it is that stresses you out you know herbs are only going to work for you if you complement other areas of your life like Mm. i was listening to your podcast the dying of wonder woman and you said you are still nourishing yourself and everything food wise or even herb wise i'm not sure but Mm. you were still sick and it's like you know things will only work as well for you if you're taking care of yourself in other parts of your life. Yes. So, yeah. What I mean by like medicinal is, you know, just being able to treat yourself at home, like even just for a headache or, you know, it's kind of hard when you've got kids running around. You can't just have a cup of tea and go lay down <laughs> in peace. But, um, yeah, and 
I don't know, does that really cover it for me? <laughs> no, but I understand what you're saying there because thank you. You've re yeah, absolutely. So because you're talking about like the variety of things that you can use it for, like for headaches, for, you know, like if I'm, um, so for me over winter, I'll drink a lot of pine needle, mm -hmm. right? Like that's yep. just a, a normal everyday thing for me and my brain stopped but i'll add a bit of peppermint in there maybe a bit of licorice you know yeah, <laughs> just because oh, <laughs> it tastes so good yeah. um but there's lots of different things that i can add in there and even simple things like basil so good for you yeah, um, and especially tension headaches too really because I was thinking about colds and flu. Like if my kids have a bath, I'll put a bit of basil. I mean, oregano is amazing. I just have to get my oil back. But, um, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, there's so many different ways that you can use it. I mean, lavender is so beautiful and calming. Oh, my three-year-old runs up to our lavender bushes and he's like, I love lavender. <laughs> oh, that's, I mean, look, my kids definitely, um, my two older ones, the teenagers, call it a whole bunch of hippie shit. And that's okay. <laughs> you know, I can take that. Like, just weird yeah. hippie shit, mum. Stop with your weird hippie shit. Um, but in saying that, um, it were, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of calmness in my house because I'm forever burning things like lavender and lemon myrtle and, mm. you know, like just, and eucalyptus yeah. and, you know, you know, over winter and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. you're talking about just using it for every, like, headaches. Um, you know, digestion is definitely one. Mm. Colds and flu, like, yep. just for your own. Just everything, you know, like my son had a bit of um, bronchitis just the other day, but, you know, like I've, got heaps of herbs so I just like you know it's so good I can just sort of shop it in my room and just go okay I need this 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 and this for like a bronchial infection you know just to help relax the coughing because it's so consistent you know because the airways are so constricted and he got over it much much quicker this time you know where I didn't have those herbs last time um but yeah it is just yeah you can use them for anything and like you know you were saying giving you kids about oh wait you weren't giving your kids a bath they're teenagers well no they'll give themselves a bath but i'll run it and i'll put them <laughs> oh my god thanks for clearing that up because people listen to me like what now no my kids bath themselves now thank yeah, god yeah, cool. um good <laughs> lord thanks because i'd be terribly embarrassed if they <laughs> no if they're like if they're unwell and they'll quite often say to me mum can you run a bath so magnesium goes straight in there and depending on what's going on um you know, but if it's always a cold or a flu, basil, oregano, eucalyptus, sometimes a bit of lemon I quite like as well, a bit of lavender. Just Do you ever use dried herbs in like a sachet and then tie it to the nozzle of the bathtub? No, but we're going to get to that. So thanks Sorry. for doing No, no, God, don't you dare apologize. This is amazing. Um, I want to get to that because I think that's important too. No, I don't, but I'm loving where your head's at and we can get to that. Um, I actually want to ask about spiritual because I think medicinal people are starting to, oh, if you're listening, start to rattle some things in your head about the, the normal things that show up in your life, the normal ailments. And I guarantee you, Liz will have something that says, oh, yeah, that can work for you. Oh, yeah, you can this, this and this together and then that can work for you. So yeah. let's talk about spiritual. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, so... Well, when I say spiritual, like, you know, it's even as simple as, you know, packing your little herb pillow 
um you know with lavender and hops and maybe you know maybe not valerian um and what else maybe chamomile you know for like a dream pillow type of thing Mm. or picking a specific day of the week I refer to herb books as well like magic herb books about what herbs relate to which days and which planets um, to work with them on that day kind of thing so it might be something burning of incense um, which relates to air and maybe it's like a mercury kind of herb type of thing and then maybe just write out a quick little um you know uh what do you call it like not like a poem but just a, like an incantation that yeah yeah that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah powerful like yeah yeah stuff like that and you know it's good fun because I can get the kids well my three I can get him to help me pack you know sachets with herbs and blend teas and it's just kind of a spiritual thing in all of it anyway even down from like harvesting a herb or you know following the moon cycles to know which time is the best time to harvest that herb um you know it's all spiritual even the medicinal side of it is spiritual I guess yeah um yeah Um, yeah yeah yeah. I got speaking like into um you know one of my ultimate goals is to have a an evolved well-being center and to have like an apothecary like a dispensary that you know has this kind of availability to people so they can come in and you know see a practitioner and leave with you know some stuff that it's of immediate use because in the world that we live in right now not many people you know will want to grow because there's a whole bunch of herbs and then we're going to get to that as well finding them so look i love that you're actually referring to it because it is a spiritual practice the more i grow the more connection i have with it which i you know what i'll be on because i'm spiritually based but you know in lots of different ways i work at a soul level with people however i'm learning my connection with it you know and i'll i'll walk up now and just like touch the leaves oh yeah 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 and i don't even know what and sing to them as well no we haven't gotten to that but i do have a chat (laughs) i don't sing to them but uh there is because it's out the front of my you know that's not an excuse uh, no i haven't <laughs> thought of that i've never thought of that however <laughs> i do talk to them and um and there's a lot of gratitude like it automatic is like thanks for growing yeah yeah <laughs> and, and i have a like one thank you for yeah. growing thank you for letting me harvest you keep growing well or you know just yeah, thanks for being here thanks for being part of like it's so funny that it comes out and i do have a worm farm now as well which i highly recommend if yep. you're going to grow plants then get yourself a little worm farm they're not hard to mm. upkeep uh, particularly no. over winter you don't have to do as much but that's a whole another conversation but they are that worm juice that comes out of it yep. is phenomenal like my pet my plants grow bananas inside yeah yep. <laughs> and i've got a cat that tears one apart so yeah um so okay beautiful i love that because then we're talking about not only is it good for us from a medical standpoint um giving us a really powerful option to use that doesn't come with i've never had um a consequence of using herbs only and it's really because you get more aware with it it's only when i've overused something like i do get to a point when in my week where i can't have pine needle anymore because my stomach Mm. is just like whoa we've been overworked now like we're done that's it and that's got to do with the energetics of the herb you know whether something's like cooling or drying um you know so if you've got like 
if you have like nettle all the time, nettle's considered drying because it's a diuretic and it will help to flush out your system. So you're consistently losing fluids. So you need to kind of balance it out with something like maybe marshmallow root, you know, to add lubrication to, um, you know, joints. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, I know. So I'm still sort of, I'm still learning about the energetics of plants, but it's really fascinating, Um, you know, which, and that would make sense why you can't just drink it all the time, you know, the pine needle or anything because it's got a certain energy to it and you don't need that energy anymore you need to swap like swap to something else oh goodness i'm learning here myself but that's beautiful to know because quite often you, we often go oh well this isn't working for me anymore but you're talking about the reasons why mm. like it, but it's good that you can pick up being like okay like my body's saying no and that's what you need is just that signal in your body to say that's enough and then you'll you know figure something else out to have like it's all intuitive like we all have that inner knowing to figure that out yeah I feel like yeah coming home to this stuff coming home to you know our plants in a way of using them for medicinal and spiritual purposes and connecting Mm -hmm. it does it allows us to be more intuitive and to be you know feel that connection in there I suppose Mm -hmm. so what are some of the workshops that you run I'd love to hear about what you so I run a herbal beauty one. I just did one on Sunday. So that's just, you know, we cover like making deodorants and um, oh, what else? <laughs> God blank. Um, deodorants and toothpaste and moisturizer. And uh, I think what else? There's other stuff in there. Oh, I'm going blank. Sorry. No, but I love that. So there's a, a functional <laughs> workshop to go to and then like to learn about how to make your own. Yeah, herbal beauty. There's one for like uh, like herb crafts. So we just sort of get a bit more of a spiritual spiritual one. We'll just make herbal craft. We harvest some um, ivy vine from the oak tree at the front, mm-hmm. and then twist it around, make a wreath, and I'll have pick some plants and herbs that fresh herbs and plants that day to thread the wreath with, and then I'll have dried herbs to make smudge sticks and. Um, that and make a clearing cleansing spray it's like very it's not like a medicinal workshop it's a spiritual based workshop um and then the other one is I was doing a um home remedy kit and I did that the other weekend but then I just wasn't feeling it actually I felt like there was a bit of a disconnection in it with the way I taught it I'm still trying to figure out figure things out with how to run my workshops and what to do. So I've gotten rid of that one for now. So I'm just going to mull over what I need to create next. Um, and I also do a elixir magic one where we make elixirs, but also imbuing it with magic, like what I was talking about before with the herbs. Ooh, what kind of elixirs are you making? Oh, you know, just, um, well, the one for the workshop, like we're just using basic herbs like rosemary, lavender and chamomile just because I have them in abundance. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so we just make, you know, it's a two-part thing. You've got to infuse the honey and the alcohol and then, um, but, yeah, I really talk about, you know, the moon phases or maybe when a good time is to start something and also doing like a pulling an oracle card um, to figure out, you know, contacting your higher self actually to see what the best, (coughs) excuse me, 
um, thing is for you. So like the other day I pulled a card and it was like big picture vision. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, rosemary is good and maybe peppermint and maybe Siberian ginseng and, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'll go with those herbs. And that's how I'll sort of figure out what herbs to use. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I might figure out what day to do it on or, yeah. So so that's like a two-and-a-half-hour workshop that we go into about that. And I also do a hands and herbs workshop um, just because I only use herbs to treat my hands and I've never had any serious – they've never had any serious diseases. And I think that – Hands, is, chickens. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah, heads and heads. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I uh, thought for a second, are we talking about like a bridal? You know, no. <laughs> no, uh, chicken, sorry. Um, no, not at all. I love that we're clarifying it. Yeah, it's so that more like a prevention workshop, like all these things you can use to prevent you having to take your chooks to the vet pretty much. Because um, they so are quite, the ch- chickens are quite susceptible to, to disease. Mm, yeah and it's interesting because i've spoken to chicken farmers before random conversations that i have and essentially what he was saying he'd been in it for a long time and he said it's gotten worse but he goes i think it's our environment as well and the soil and so he was really trying to go back to basics with it and he was speaking about what he fed them and herbs and and actually growing herbs specific ones around yeah is that yeah i'm remembering that correct then yeah so um yeah that was really interesting as well to think that there's that it's like i was speaking to a a honey woman on the weekend and she was talking about you know having like the actual beehives need to be around organic farms Mm -hmm. for it to say that it's organic because then they can feed off of each other and i thought i've never actually put all of that together that you know you need that you can't have organic farms when it's by you you know like a farm that's putting pesticides yeah yeah exactly on their crops um because it's not going to be organic because everything is grown such large scale that they need the pesticides so everything survives because it's just about money (laughs) yeah oh look it's interesting um yeah to hear you know sort of what's going on in the world around there's a particular and i cannot remember the name of it for the life of me but there is a particular herb but i think it's a weed um, well, in, cr- in large crops, that in India it's part of their food staple. Yeah. And so um, there is a very powerful man at the moment who is trying to create a pesticide because their pesticides stop working after a while because the weeds are weeds. <laughs> they just they grow anyway. And yeah, why would you be using pesticides for it? Well, it was interesting because it's over in America that they want to use it. So they're having to create it for their GMO crops and all that kind of stuff. And interestingly enough, there's a little note on the bottom that basically says, yeah, this might have an impact on India. Not like they're responsible or accountable at all. And that that's actually, hang on a minute, this is a major crop in one of the largest populations in the world. Yeah. And that's just a little buy. That's a little side note that's not of concern of yours because the money that we can make from these pretend crops yeah is far out who wants that yeah who wants that so it was really interesting watching that and you know sort of seeing that roll out and thinking wow you know so coming home to what you do and uh and the work that you're teaching and the wisdom that you're teaching people is really giving them a superpower isn't it because if you have your own stuff (laughs) yeah and what you need to go around it 
and know what you need to grow around it because I do know that there are certain plants that you can grow with particular um, like veggies and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, like pairing them up. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm still not like fully fluent in um, all that. We're Like, I mean, I love our property. We've got like lots of trees around our property, so we're limited with um, sun space um with what i can grow and i've oh. pretty much taken up what i can get with all the herbs <laughs> wow um, but yeah because like we have a fence going through the middle of our yard so the back part is just dedicated to chickens so if that fence going through the middle of our yard was back a few more meters then we'd be able to grow a lot more right backyard, yeah. <laughs> still working that one out in your head how to shift that fence back <laughs> i know <laughs> But, yeah, no, it is, yeah. I know there's lots of things you can grow. I think, what was the lady doing? I think she was putting uh, hyssop near her coriander to deter aphids, I think it was, and it was working. I'm pretty sure, don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure it was, <laughs> that's what she was doing. So, yeah, it is really cool that other plants can basically be your pesticide. <laughs> yeah, which, um yeah, and I, I look, it's not my area at all, but I have watched a few little docos and just it fascinates me that yeah, it is, yeah. There, there is this power of knowledge that we're not getting from looking at this, you know, that that's super limited information. Um, <laughs> and it's through, you know, people like you, Liz, that are running these workshops, you know, on the ground right. live that actually gives people the opportunity to learn, you know, how powerful we are. I know, and it makes it a bit more accessible, you know, because I have everything I can, you know, there's nothing wrong with online courses, but then you have to go and buy all your ingredients and everything, whereas if I can just supply them, and like me, I would prefer to go to a workshop and actually learn and watch how to do things, you know, yeah. to feel confident in doing it. And I just think it's just a fun thing to do. And it's a little side project, you know, um, the, you know, is other than being a mum. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, oh, look, I am that woman as well that's always want, you know, love being a mum. However, there's just more in me and I've always been willing yeah. to explore that, all the different flavours of me and all the different parts of me. And um, I love that you've touched on that because I think, uh, look, if that's all power to you, I I've met a beautiful 26-year-old on the weekend, gorgeous, gorgeous woman, and she is like, I am so content with being a mum. Like, it's my jam. I don't want to do other stuff. And I said, do you have a side hustle? She goes, I think I do it about three hours a week, but that is like my limit. Yeah. Um, loves being a mum. That's what, and I'm like, excellent. Love that. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. for me, it, there's always, you know, I've always had my attention in lots of different places and that's, you know, yeah. and same for you. Like there's a passion in you that says, I want to do this. Mm -hmm. And of course, why not lean into that flavor of you? Yeah. And it's helpful for the kids too. And it's only like once a week that I'll do it. You know, it's, it's just at my own leisure and how I want to do it. So um, uh, what does it look like for someone to attend? Like what, what, so it's a once a week. Do you do, run them all the time? Yeah. So they're every Sunday and then they just rotate um you know so the herb craft will i think elixir magic is this sunday and then that will be on again in like another four weeks yep beautiful um and then i've actually put an end date for all of them in january just so i can like reassess see where i'm at and see what changes i might need to make um but yeah i just thought i would yeah i've only had it up and running for like a month or so maybe two months 
yeah I think yeah so yeah it's just sort of a starting point for me as well you know it's um gonna lead me into something else I just it's just good to have a little project on the side that I'm just chipping away at at my own pace and um keeping the creativity going you're speaking such volumes about the fact that you're really um in line with your feminine energy you know like i love that because you're really sitting into it you're like well i don't know where the fuck this is going to go but i'm going exactly i don't know um (laughs) you know the story of my life many things i'm like oh right we're gonna go do this for funsies now and then it just you know my curiosity has definitely led me down lots of beautiful avenues yeah. and given me the ability to explore all of the different parts of me yeah and you know come to the place that they're all welcome mm-hmm. you know, all of them are welcome you don't i don't have to know where it's leading me i just yeah exactly know that that's the right you know like intuitively let's go that yeah. way even if it doesn't make sense um yeah. so i love that we're catching you at the start of it yes yeah. <laughs> you know so your journey going out yeah and so if if someone wanted to grow like their own at home mm-hmm. what would you say are like must-haves lemon balm Ooh. why is that lemon balm just a really good nervine you know it really helps to relax you like without making you tired it's just really good for your nervous system like really good okay um and so can you how how, what's it like to grow lemon balm like what do we need to know about that um i mean it's a good pot herb so if you're you know um depending on what yard you have um you know i always say like look for the opportunity not the limitation in your yard because in life exactly okay. yeah, it's, it's a huge statement but i love it you're like just in the yard no no fuck yeah. in life like, so, yeah. so true <laughs> so um, okay lemon balm and i love that it's so, a good you know, pot herb like you know if you don't have a lot of space or you're limited with space that's a really good herb that can be like quite you know bushy and um it's not like a creeper or anything okay that's a a good one Mm. i love having chickweed but like you know that's just something that like a bird just picked out a seed in my yard and now i have heaps of chickweed so why chickweed well chickweed is just really nutritious for you you can chuck it in salads um make it into oil and it really it's like renowned for relieving itching straight away and i use it all the time um and it will help um just take away the redness of a rash. And okay. if there's itching accompanied by it, it will get rid of that itching. So yeah, you can infuse it in oil, put it in salad. I just picked a handful the other day because I had so much and I was just munching on it. <laughs> like I need to harvest some some of it. Um, I love it. And I love that bird just shit in my yard and that's yeah. you know, <laughs> what happened. So good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you're lucky enough to get those, like always, you know, if you think something's a weed, it could be a good weed, you know. So just um there is actually a good weed book. I'll have to find it and see what it is. So because that's quite often what happens with the weeds, you know, they just grow sporadically and around, but most people get rid of them. Um, because they might look a bit different when they're young as to when they're older. Okay. Stuff. Um, so another herb to grow. Well, I mean, I just love having lavender and rosemary. Like they're just okay. I can't not have them. So I think they're really important. And what I did was actually just go on marketplace and look for already established lavender. 
and already established rosemary. Um, so that's a good shortcut. In um, pots? Yeah, they were like growing out of the ground. Like someone dug up four massive um, lavender bushes for me and I just paid them 50 bucks. <gasps> wow. Okay. So already, yeah. okay, beautiful. And so, I mean, look, I get lavender, but for people that, why lavender? Why is it so good? Well, that's another good nerve nervine as well but that's just a good it's just really good for your mental health just overall mental health and clarity and relaxing and I know everyone says it and I think people just go oh whatever you know it's everyone says that about lavender but it's like if you truly you know utilize it and realize how good it is and what it does for you then you would appreciate it a lot more you know I drive around the streets and so many people just have ornamental lavender and like the good you know true lavender and I'm just like oh my god like they're not harvesting that they're just leaving it all there which I agree with leaving a lot of it there for bees and stuff but you know god come on harvest some of it <laughs> I just feel like it's going to waste you could be utilizing this <laughs> so because I've got a lavender but it's a very old one right so it, it and it only comes out in flowers so are you saying can I chop those off like for people listening if you've got them can you chop off those flowers and then will they regrow is that what happens yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Because look, I'm coming. The more you harvest, then the more things will grow back. Right. Obviously, don't over harvest. Don't cut all of the flowers off. Right. Um. You know, but I would start with like, you know, if it's your bush, maybe like a third of it. Okay. Oh no, I love that. I'm gonna get onto that because <laughs> the flowers are only there for such a short amount of time, and then they'll die off. And um, and yeah. I've never really thought about doing something on my own because I do I do buy some organic lavender that someone does for me oh, okay fine. so and look I must admit um at any time like I said before my kids are not well or you know perhaps they've had a high level of anxiety and they say can I have a bath and I'll get it set up for them not yeah. bath them to be clear <laughs> and I'll always put lavender in yeah and they come yes. out and always say that they feel calmer you know yeah but yeah. I, yeah, I do want to say when you're looking at creams and stuff in just your normal basic retail places, mm -hmm. um, I, I, won't, I always wondered about the quality of it. So for me, I would say to you, if you're going to find it, find some really great essential oils. Because lavender yeah, is well, it's really good for your skin. You know, you can just do a herbal steam with some lavender. It will open mm. up your pores and it's antimicrobial. It'll help with redness. It'll help with, you know just sore skin or you know a bit of acne not that you know you're gonna stop steaming and acne's gone but you know it's just the point is just to nourish yourself while you're going through something and lavender is really good for that okay beautiful so what about rosemary why rosemary rosemary it's just a good brain herb like I always make rosemary my sister's actually just ordered two I've got two here that I've um bottled up um I make that as a weight to volume like a ratio tincture I make it really strong like a one to three ratio so if I ever get a headache or anything I just put a few squirts and some water drink that and it like works really well it also depends on the kind of headache you have as well but it's also good to blend with other brain herbs for like clarity and to help you remember things um, like you know say if you're if you're on Centrelink and you need to do that really annoying phone call like rosemary would be a good herb to take before you do that <laughs> to like oh. up your level of concentration <laughs> oh i yeah. love that i did not and know it that. Smells good, it? 
Yeah. Okay, so we've got lemon balm, chickweed. Well, only if a bird comes in. Yeah, yeah, if a bird comes along. Um, <laughs> Lavender, rosemary. What else would be like a really rosemary, good? If someone's going to say, I'm going to start a herb garden today. Yeah. Uh, hang on, what else do I? what would be a staple that would be great to have because i mean obviously you've got your basics of like parsley and um oregano and i mean well i really love st john's wort you know yeah those are you know your peppermint you know and yeah the oregano and thyme i just feel like they're a given yeah um definitely for people listening that it's not a given um oregano and basil like if you can oregano is amazing for um colds and flus and all that kind of stuff um not just ingesting it but also like you know having a bath in the oil and all that kind of stuff and breathing it in and um uh, like parsley is amazing for your digestion you know i actually don't have parsley growing i think no that's well that's i do have that one okay. and um mint like mm-hmm. actually is phenomenal again yeah. really, it's good for bad breath like yeah. often not often because i'm saying oh my god I just, yeah. like i'm saying but sometimes like if i've been unwell you know like it can affect um and so i'll have a bit of mint just take it off my tree and have a bit of mint and that's oh, so good yeah and you know because there's like spearmint mint and peppermint so you know peppermint's the strongest one that's where i have peppermint yeah yeah that's good it's got like the dark edges around yeah 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 Yeah, although mine did die off so um but it was growing around down in the pot so i had to flip everything over and and yeah and it loves water yes 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 i must actually no i have to shift it to the front where it gets more so okay we've got lemon balm because i'm getting distracted now because i love this um yep don't you apologize i'm distracting myself lemon <laughs> balm lavender rosemary and st john's wort plus your basics which you know oregano is easy it'll do its own thing mint will do its own thing as well and parsley if you leave it on its own um outside in a pot like not undercover it'll do its own thing it'll die yeah, yeah that's it'll what's come really back about those ones yeah it'll do its own thing so you don't have to give them too much time and attention which is really exactly. nice exactly yeah and so what else would you have that may not be something that would be known. So St. John's War. Yep. Um, so, but that's a bit more of a creeper, but it's just a really valuable herb. Like, you know, people say, you know, you shouldn't take it with, if you're taking other medication like antidepressants and, um, you know, and consult your healthcare provider, whatever, do whatever you need to do. Um, but the St. John's War, like it's a really good, uplifter like i have it in a tea with lemon balm and peppermint Mm. to help uplift you know the spirits a bit and taken over a period of time it's really good nourishment in that sense um in helping to release serotonin Mm. and then uh, but also like externally saint john's war is really really good um but it has to be harvested at the right time so (laughs) you know some herbs you can just infuse in oil while they're dried and they'll have a therapeutic quality for them um but saint john's wort has to be harvested at the right time like with the flower buds just before they're about to open and you squeeze them and if a bit of red pigment comes out they're ready to harvest so you harvest buds and leaves infuse that in oil and then that's a really good oil for like all cuts 
minor burns, any kind of wounds. It's good for hemorrhoids. It's like magic for hemorrhoids, actually. Um, wow. and All the pregnant women out there are like, woo, bringing that um, on. What was that? All the pregnant women out there. Oh, mate, I'm one of them. <laughs> I can oh, I've had three <laughs> children. And I, can I say that was, you know, as many gross things that occurred that, you know, not so gross, but like for me, really surprising, that was one of them that yeah, I was like, oh my god and there's definitely an energetic connection and there's an emotional connection to that reoccurring in your life however it's long-held anger however um irrespective you need to have a topical cream to help yeah st john's wort loving that but having something yeah natural like say but and it's like pain relieving as well people use it for sciatica and other kind of nerve pain okay oh wow yeah that's amazing. God, there'll be people going on a rush of, okay, so is there anything But obviously that's the thing. It's like you've got to take care of yourself in other parts for herbs to work well for you. You can't just go, I have sciatica and I don't do anything about it. I'm just going to use St. John's water oil and that'll do. Like it won't do. You've got to take care of yourself. Uh, no, and I'm so with you. I 100% agree. It's got to be mind, body, soul. Yeah. Right? You yeah. can't, you know, like you're saying, I could work on the body all I wanted to. But you until can't do I started this shit and that thing good, you know, you can't. Yeah. Can't do that. But until I started working on my emotional health and intelligence and really becoming self-aware, I, I wasn't going to bring anything to the surface. I was just going to keep running on a treadmill, and you know, fingers crossed, hoping for the best that you know this diet or this exercise was going to. No, <laughs> all of it. It's all of it. So, is there anything else that you would recommend as a good base? Uh, I'm just trying to think what else that I have growing. Um, I think that's a pretty good start. Yeah. You know, if you're too. just starting, then you know you don't want to overwhelm yourself with too many. Um, I'm going to pop way. this in the. I'm going to pop this in the thing below just to say this is a great little starter kit, and I will add um, oregano because I think and yeah. parsley and mint because um, yeah. I think they're just and they're yummy and in time, and time. Oh, right. Why yeah. time? Well, time's just, you know, renowned. It's good for dry coughs, um, especially lemon time. You know, that's a really nice tasty tea and you can make a syrup out of it, you know, for kids. For It's easier for them to take if they don't want to drink a cup of tea. Oh, I love um, that. Yeah, and it's just a really good cough and cold one, like, you know, just sniffing like thyme essential oil. Mm. as an inhaler is really good um i love yeah. it because i've got i mean and i'll please people listening understand I, i'm not one to be like this great amazing green thumb or whatever <laughs> but i've got time out the front of my house and i don't have to do anything to it like i'm literally yeah. I, you know i go and cut bits off because i use it but yeah. i'm not having to like look after it in any way or yeah you know, that would be too much yep. for me. Oh, I love that. So that's about growing your own. Uh, but what about if people, like, that's really not something that's available or they're just in their baby stages and they're kind of like, I'm going to start with a couple and see how I go. Because uh, I went all gung-ho a few years ago and went out and bought a whole bunch and ended up killing them, most of them. Yeah. So I just, yeah. you know, I was like, okay, so let's just ramp that back a little bit, Emma, and we'll just start yeah. <laughs> with a few. So that's what I've done. And they are, they're going great guns now, and I'm more confident in my ability and, you know, yeah. so I keep adding a little bit more here and there. But if people yeah. can't grow their own or they're not in a position to, where can people find really good herbs? Because I'm hearing what you're saying. If we're going to a supermarket, 
Mm. Quite often there's going to be pesticides on them um, oh, and yeah. they grow in particular ways. Never um, buy herbs from a supermarket if you can help it. <laughs> I love it. And, you know, but if you can't and that's your place, but where can people... Are you talking about fresh herbs or dried herbs? Either. Yeah, see, fresh herbs, I'm not entirely sure. Like you would have to just look at your whole foods place. Like, you know, it's good because you can just look online at the moment for you know, any health food stores that would maybe sell herbs um, or even nurseries. But um, Yeah, I can see, but otherwise, I mean, the best option, if you're talking about fresh herbs, just grow your own. Well, that's <coughs> go the thing. Go and buy them from, you know, go and find a good supplier of it, start your garden. But, okay, dry herbs then, where, where are some good places? Uh, so I just buy mine online. Um, so... I usually, you can use, um, oh, God, what is it? Let me think. Uh, so one is called Austral Herbs. Okay. we can. I can pop the links below. I can do that. Yeah, Austral Herbs. And um, what was the other one called? Let me just have a look. Um, hang on two seconds. I have forgotten. Herb Cottage. That's a good one. And you can actually also buy the seedlings from Herb Cottage ah beautiful yeah. people can go and have a look at that so if they want to start yeah exactly yeah but as for buying like bunches of fresh herbs like it would just be like organic health food stores but i don't know how big of a variety they would have i think they would you know pretty much just have like oregano and thyme and basil and things like that yeah, the basics uh but having dried herbs because i mean that's what i've got in my jars like honestly and that's yeah. are they a really great alternative like if you can't grow yes. your... yeah yeah like i have like over 50 dried herbs about 50 dried herbs in jars you know um and it's just such a good way it's so great that you can dry something and it keeps for a little while um, a long while honestly mine lasts yeah. forever yeah <laughs> <laughs> they really yeah. do last forever yeah it's no it's a great way of it's so good that you can store things like that actually like yeah if fresh isn't an uh, option for you then definitely just buy dried herbs. But the only reason why I encourage, like, if people get excited about herbs and want to grow them is, like, if, you know, um, the internet comes crashing down and you can't find anywhere to buy your favourite herb or, you know, anything. Like, that's, you know, the whole point of that self-sufficiency and reliance and dependence is one day you're probably going to have to <laughs> do it yourself. But I do love that, like irrespective if that all falls out around us, right? But just from the standpoint of you wake up one morning and you've got a headache, mm -hmm. then you can just go out to your garden and go, what's going to be good for this right now? Yeah. You know, you wake up and you go, oh, I've got, you know, for me, I, I've always got garlic. I make my own garlic oil because if my kids get an earache, it's the first yeah. thing I pop in there, bang, Perfect. garlic oil, yeah. you know, done. Um and or, I know oregano and basil. You've got you can't. You've got to water them down a bit, but they're really good for that as well. And the Saint John's wort oil is also good for that too, oh, and that's yeah. pain relieving as well. So that'd be a good combination to have with garlic. Oh my god, I've got to go redo that. <laughs> but yeah, and, and they're really easy to make. Like literally, I just uh, when you're talking about infusing with oil, I just literally shove it all in oil and leave it there for like two months. Okay, yeah. Uh, like, do you use fresh or dried? Oh, fresh. Fresh, yeah. yeah um, like, you just got to be careful of the water content that it doesn't go mouldy in the oil. Oh, yeah, depending on the her. Sorry, I meant fresh garlic. Sorry. Yeah, fresh garlic in the oil. Yeah, no, it doesn't. 
Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, it hasn't as um, yet. I've been doing it for a while. And then obviously I strain it out after, yeah. I think I leave it in there for six to eight weeks, let it infuse. Um, I add dried herbs, I'm going to say, to oils, but I, that's amazing. Yeah, so you use garlic fresh in the oil. Yeah. Most other herbs you use dried in oil. Yes. Yeah. Because I don't know why, but is that why? Because my nan taught me that, that it had to be dried. And I'm thinking because oh, it was. No. No, oh. and yeah, I know people say that because it has water content in there. So there's risk of, um, you know, mold growing because of the water in there, um, mm. you know, while the plant's in there. So like if I'm infusing chickweed fresh, like I have to let that fresh wilt overnight, then I'll put it in oil. But I can only let that infuse for like two weeks. Ah, you know? yeah, So high in water. That's my experience anyway. Um, but yeah, if you've, you know, had no troubles with it or anything um, not with the garlic but i haven't i've only ever done um dried herbs but i'm loving this and i'm going to pop your website down below because that's amazing um and people can go to you and and i i really do feel like when people are going to you liz they're not just getting a whole bunch of wisdom like they're getting really connected wisdom like you're really connected yeah. to what you do and it's so you know ingrained in you like how passionate you are about this and i i've really enjoyed the rawness of the conversation because you are just at the beginning of yeah. your business journey and yeah, very I, I, I feel really grateful and honored to be able to share that yeah, thank you. with you um and to share your workshops because they are important we do need to know how to connect back to nature and not just yeah. a way of going for a walk and tree bathing and all that kind of stuff, but yeah. in a way that's, you know, medicinal and spiritual and, and yeah. feeding and nourishing our bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm, I love yeah. that. Do you do kids workshops or I can just plant the seed and. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. No, Cause I do want to do something with kids. I just don't know what it is. Like, I feel like I've got something brewing inside me. I just, and something's going to come. I'm just not sure what it is yet. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like I feel like a family, you know, like family workshops where yeah. a family can come with and their kids. Some people have said that, you know, like, oh, I really wish I could have bought my, you know, nine-year-old along or whatever. And I have had a couple of people bring their kids along, you know. They're like maybe like 12 plus. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's definitely an asked about thing and I totally get it as well. Um, yeah i mean taking a family along to this because i think there's such a power um you know when we when women understand this stuff but um i think there's something because the masculine energy is the action um you know having that um whatever however your family unit's made up but having both energetics there and um and then you know moving from there because then we've got a whole family that's excited about this and wants yeah, to learning together right? yeah i think it would be really good Mm, yeah, I'll just slide yeah. that in there as my yeah, offering. <laughs> cool, thank you. <laughs> I love that because, I, you know, I yeah, there's a great sense of what's That's available right, to you. That's I'll take the seeds I can get. <laughs> I know, I'm the same. Like people go, oh, about this and oh, yes. Um, <laughs> but, look, there's so much in here today. Thank you so much for sharing your time. No I've got three final what's for you. Can we do those? What was that? Sorry. I've got three questions there, my three final what's. Oh, okay, sure. So what is well-being to you? Just overall well-being, like how much sleep you get, um, you know, how the relationships you have with people and your kids, 
um, just everyday life and work and balance, you know, um, yeah, that's why, especially why I've started this is to try and give myself a little bit of me, but plus still make it about family and be less stressed and also have that break to refresh my mind from the kids so I can go back to them and be better for them. So, yeah, it's just overall in all parts of your life is well-being, you know. I love that. So what are your must-do daily well-being practices? Drink lots of herbal tea. (laughs) (laughs) I drink at least five or six cups of herbal tea a day. Um, I just, you know, I just love it. It's so good. Um, and I just do one little spiritual thing. Like I'll just look in my like little herb magic book and, you know, just pick a herb to work with according to the day and either, you know, burn it as incense or just do something ritual about, you know, either just it being like a gratitude thing for the day or what I sort of want clarity on maybe, you know, just yeah and just having the kids involved in at least one thing you know whether that's harvesting the plant or um just making something herbal Mm. yeah i love that it's all part of your life it's beautiful and what impact does it have on your life having well-being practices and having well-being yeah good it allows space for reflection Mm. um you know, it just allows me to get in touch with myself, um, you know, because I was so just all about the kids for so long that it was just driving me crazy um, that I just, yeah, it allows, I always felt like I didn't have enough time, but I do have time. And now I feel like I can find that time, even if it is only 10 minutes, it's still time. It's still a connection like you don't have to spend half an hour doing something mm. um so i've actually forgotten what the question was no i think you've answered it beautifully because quite often with our well-being we forget that we do have a lot of time available to us and you know small mm. pockets can make huge impacts yes um yeah. you know for me meditating in the morning is like maybe 10 to 15 minutes yeah but the wider impact that that has exactly been yeah. on my life i agree is like the whole universe yeah so, you know those little things for me are life yeah massive exactly. yeah yeah <laughs> totally embody it <laughs> yeah um this has been a beautiful conversation i love how real and raw it is and just that I've caught you at the foundation of yeah, your, cool. you, know, <laughs> yeah, I've caught you, you know, I've caught you at the foundation of you building into your greatness and that's yeah. phenomenal. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Like guys, if you're looking for a workshop to go, where are you located, Liz? Fedrigelli. Uh, beautiful. So you're in Melbourne, get out there, make a day of it. Um, cause there's some beautiful places around there to eat as well. Yeah. <laughs> get out there go for a nature walk come and do a herbal workshop and and, you know make a whole moment of it for you and your friends um yeah what a beautiful thing to do with your friends as well so thank you for sharing your time and energy no problem thanks for having me you're more than welcome and thanks to everyone for listening today if you've got questions please pop them below we'd love to be in contact with you liz's details is all there so you can click onto her website and book into one of her workshops on a sunday and thank you again and please remember beautiful souls to be yourself there's only one of you and you're really important and feel good for being it because you're the only person that can bye for now
To connect with Liz, head to handyherbals.com.au. To connect with me, head to emmamuir.com. Enjoy your day and thanks for sharing your time.